0: Let us pray. Most loving and gracious Father, we give you thanks and praise for this day. We pray that your Holy Spirit would open our hearts to hear your voice. Lord, may your word be spoken and your word received. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we continue to look at Paul's letter to the Ephesians, we have to remember where we've come so far in what he has written. And he has reminded us of our unity in Christ, the blessings available in Christ. He gave thanks to God uh, for those blessings. He's reminded us that we are made alive in Christ, that we are one in Christ, And then we pick up with today's section of the letter. And just before the verses that we heard proclaimed today, he reminds the church of his mission to preach to the Gentiles that the love of God, the message of the gospel, is open uh, to the Gentiles as well as the Jews and his call to spread that message among the Gentiles. And having heard all of the things that we have in the letter so far, we come to this section where Paul prays for the church. And he says that he's come before the Father from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. That right at the start of the prayer he's reminding us again that our unity comes from God. Both the Jew and the Gentile receive their very being from God and in Jesus Christ we are all brought together as one, as part of the same family. And he prays that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen us with power through the Spirit in our inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that his prayer is that God, who is glorious in riches, that he will strengthen us, that he will give us power, that we might dwell with Christ in our hearts through faith. And that prayer right like That is that not what it's all about anyway? Is that God would remain with us and that we would remain with God? That what we're called to is a relationship with God. That's what God is looking for. Not that we come to God simply with our to-do lists, as God is taskmaster and, and vending machine where we want Him to do certain things. But God desires relationship. And that's what Paul's praying for. That the, the very Spirit of God that's poured into us will dwell will keep us, will teach us to live with Christ in our hearts through faith. The very reason that Jesus came to draw people to Himself. And He goes on to pray that we, being rooted and established in love, that's where He's hoping everything else comes from, is that we understand God's love for us and rooted in that love, we live in that love for one another. That's Paul's prayer, that we would be grounded in that, that that would be the rock on which everything else we're about is built. That established in this love, that you may have power, together with all the saints, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And in the translation that is proclaimed at Mass, instead of grasp, they say comprehend. Comprehend that Paul's first prayer is that we would understand this love of God. And he uses these images to show us how large the love of God is. How wide and long and high and deep. That as we seek to understand the love of God, and we see these images, we have to understand that God's love is so broad, that even the people we consider the other and outside its wide enough for them it's high that in the blessings and joys of our life we find the love of God and even in the depths of our tragedies our despair even in the midst of death there is the love of God that this image of how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, we're meant to start to understand, to comprehend that it's so large is the love of God that the limits cannot contain it. The boxes in which we have put the love of God won't hold it. The boundaries and borders and walls that we put up are broken down. That's how large is the love of God. And Paul prays, first and foremost, that we might start to comprehend that. And I think to some degree, we know that. But then we go through times, even knowing that, where we think, well, this one thing in my life, that's probably too much. And God's going to just cast me out. Even though we know how large is the love of God. We have all sorts of rules that have to be met in order to receive the love of God. We have an us and them and other people on our list where we think, well, they're probably just gonna miss the cutoff of the love of God and let me tell you why. And we have all the reasons why that one person we're thinking of, they're just outside the bounds of the love of God because, and that's some standard that we've made up, some criteria that we're using to judge someone else. And Paul saying, may we start to know how big the love of our God is. And maybe his prayer is that that love will blow our minds at how radical the love of Jesus is. That the people on our list, that we're sure aren't going to get any, Jesus loves them. Jesus breaks down the borders with the other." He breaks down the us and the them. He breaks down the boxes in which we try to contain God. And he prays that we may know this love that surpasses our knowledge. And in fact, you have to think as we, as we work through this, that God's love ought to be bigger than we can kind of comprehend and know in our mind, right? Otherwise, that doesn't seem like that that's God. If we can sort of contain Him in our mind, in our box, and fit Him all nicely into what we would like God to be, well, that's not God. God is beyond that, beyond us, bigger than us, more than us, beyond those limits that we try to place. May we know this love, that surpasses the most love we can even think of, God's more love than that. That you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. That that's Paul's hope. That as big as this love of Christ is, he prays that that is overflowing in each of us. May we know that love personally and may it spill out of us to those whom we encounter. That's Paul's prayer. Just as uh, immense God's love is, he prays that it may be with us. Then he concludes his prayer by giving thanks to God, acknowledging who God is, as he tells us now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. Keep that in mind no matter what we're going through. That God is able to do more than we can even think about asking, than we can imagine. I know we probably think, well, I can imagine a lot. Well, yes, and even more than that, God can do. He's not bound by the limits that we place. And often in our minds or in the realities of how we live out our lives, uh, we come up with, with, with a tiny God. And Paul's saying, we have a big God who does big things and radically changes us and everyone whom he encounters. Now, to that God... Paul says, according to His power that is at work within us. To Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations. That we need to remember that that's what it's about. That God is glorified. And that as God works in our lives, as the love of God overflows in us and we carry the image of God out into the rest of the world that others might know, We have to remember, in the end, it's all for the glory of God, that He might be glorified, that He might be known and worshipped. If the love of God poured into us, carried out into the world, stops with the world recognizing us, we've still got work to do. If it stops with the outside world recognizing a particular church congregation or denomination, we still have work to do. It is only when God is glorified, worshipped, and adored that the fullness of that love comes to be. It is God who is at the center. It is God who loves us and calls us to love Him in return. May the Spirit continue to help us understand how great is the love of God. And may we give God thanks and praise, as Paul says, for who God is, How big God is. His glorious love and mercy and grace that He lavishes upon us. And living in that love, may God be glorified forever. May we leave here today beginning to understand a little bit more the fullness of the depth of God's love for each of us. And may we be the vessels through which the voice of that love reaches the rest of the world so that they too hear of a giant God who has an immense amount of love for them and desires to work in their lives that they might come and receive. Let us pray. Most loving and gracious God, we give You thanks and praise for who You are. We thank You for the depths of Your love for each of us. We pray that we might come to understand that love more deeply each day, and that we might be vessels of your love to the rest of the world, that others might come to know about your love, your mercy, your grace, and your peace. May we be united together in your love, and may we come to more fully understand how you can do immeasurably more than we can even ask or imagine. May you be loved, worshipped, and adored this day and forevermore. In Jesus we ask this in your precious and holy name. Amen.